the book of Revelations for yourself. Welcome to Streams in the Desert Live, an interactive prophetic talk show with pastor, evangelist, and prophetic teacher, Dana Bohansky, senior pastor of Streams in the Desert Ministries and House Church, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy and give you, the listener, an opportunity to call in to ask questions and share information regarding the signs of the times. This ministry is dedicated to the preaching and teaching of the unadulterated word of the one and only true and living God under the power and anointing of God's Holy Ghost. Streams in the Desert Live is an expansion of Streams in the Desert Ministries. Now, here's your host, Pastor Dana. Shalom and blessings in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is Pastor Dana, and I once again would like to thank you for joining me today, March 16, 2016, for the Streams in the Desert Live internet radio broadcast, coming to you live from the beautiful and breathtaking studios of StarWorldWideNetworks.com, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Today's topic title is, Something Wicked This Way Comes. But before we get started, let us pray. Father God, we humbly come before your throne this day. We bow down, spiritually speaking, Lord. Lord, take the weight of the world from our shoulders and let the power and anointing of your Holy Spirit go out throughout the land and throughout the world, through the airwaves that you have prepared and ordained for this hour, that your people might hear and be ready, watching and waiting for the imminent return of your one and only begotten Son in the rapture, who is Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, have your way in this day. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Well, folks, greetings to you all once again from wherever you are in the world as you join me, your host, Pastor Dana, today for another compelling episode of Streams in the Desert Live Internet Radio Broadcast. As we begin our show for today, I would just like to say that we are about to take a very interesting and thought-provoking look at what is going on in America here at 11.59 and split seconds just before the return of the Lord and only Savior of the world who is none other than Jesus Christ. With that said, my friends, let us dive right into our first prophetic word for today, which is dated March 10th, 2016, penned by Mr. James Bailey, author of Z3News.com, titled, listen up, my friends, a woman dominated the land with complete power over the people, and it is not what you might think it is. Of course, We're just going to dive right into it, and uh, Mr. Bailey begins by stating that way back in 1933, Christian minister William Branham received seven visions of the future of America. William Branham is best known for his role in the healing revivals of the 1940s and the 1950s. The first five, listen up, my friends, of his seven visions have already been fulfilled which adds credibility to the last two. 
Amazingly, the last two are consistent with many of the prophetic warnings we are hearing today, which are already posted on this site, says Mr. Bailey, including a woman rising to power in the United States followed by the complete destruction of our land by fire. Vision number one, he saw the dictator of Italy, Bento Mussolini, would invade Ethiopia, and according to the voice speaking to him, which would be the voice of the Holy Spirit, my friends, Ethiopia would, quote, fall at his or Mussolini's steps. However, the voice, which was the Holy Spirit, continued and prophesied a dreaded end of the dictator, for he would have a horrible death and his own people would literally spit on him. Vision one, fulfillment. Two years after Branham's vision, Mussolini invaded Ethiopia on March 28, 1935, and Ethiopia indeed did fall at his steps in May of 1936, source Wikipedia. However, he died a brutal death after the defeat of Italy in World War II. He was publicly hung and spit upon, source Wikipedia. Vision number two, Branham saw America would be, a, would be drawn into a world war against Germany, which would be headed up by the Austrian Adolf Hitler. The voice, which was there again, the Holy Spirit, my friends, predicted that this terrible war would overthrow Hitler and he would come, into a mysteri- he would come to a mysterious end. In this vision, he was shown the Siegfried... Siegfried line, whereas a great toll of American lives would be exacted, but Hitler would be defeated. In a separate vision at a later date, Mr. William Branham saw that President Roosevelt would declare war against Germany and in in so doing would eventually be elected for a fourth term. Vision 2 fulfilled. At the time this vision was received, Adolf Hitler had just recently assumed the position of Reich Chancellor of Germany on January 30, 1933, source Wikipedia. However, the world remained at peace for another six years. World War II began in 1939, and as we all know, America was drawn into it, fighting against Germany at the expense of 407 thousand lives, American lives. Hitler was finally overthrown in 1945, source Wikipedia. He ended, his end continues to be a mystery since his body was never found. The United States committed committed 120,000 soldiers plus reinforcements to fight along the Siegfried line which included the Battle of Hurricane Forest, where 24,000 Americans were killed, plus another 9,000 non-battle casualties, source Wikipedia. Franklin Roosevelt signed the Declaration of War Against Germany on December 11, 1941, source Wikipedia. He was elected to a fourth term as president in 1944, source Wikipedia. Vision three, 
although there were three isms in the world, including fascism, Nazism, and communism, Branham saw the first two would ultimately come to nothing, but communism would flourish. The voice, which there again is the Holy Spirit, my friends, admonished him to keep his eyes on Russia concerning future involvements, for fascism and Nazism would end up in communism. Vision 3, Fulfillment. Just as Branham saw, fascism and Nazism were both ultimately defeated, but communism has continued to flourish. Who would have ever believed by the year 2016, America would have twice elected a a Marxist communist community organizer named Barack Hussein Obama as president of the United States, says Mr. Bailey. At the time of Branham's vision, the Soviet Union had already existed for 11 years. Listen, my friends, this is very important. After being formed in 1922, yet his vision made no mention of the Soviet Union. Instead, the voice, being the Holy Spirit, specifically told him to keep his eyes on Russia, which did not even exist, my friends, until after the collapse of the Soviet Union in 1989, 56 years after Branham received his vision. Source, Wikipedia. Branham's prophecy was ignored by the United States government after the collapse of the Soviet Union. Instead of keeping our eyes on Russia, we celebrated the end of the Cold War and the great victory for the West. Even as recently as four years ago, the few people recognized the dangerous threat posed by Russia and most literally would have mocked Branham's prophecy. During the 2012 presidential debate between Barack Obama and Mitt Romney, President Obama openly mocked Mitt Romney for identifying Russia as a serious threat. Now, just four years later, everyone realizes Mitt Romney was right. In 2015, Russia forced the United States to back off in Syria. For the first time since World War II, NATO forces lost control of Middle East airspace. Today, the drumbeats of war are sounding loudly. Vision 4. William Branham saw tremendous technological advances coming right after the end of the war. He even saw an egg-shaped car with a plastic bubble roof going down beautiful highways completely under perfect remote control. There was no steering wheel in the car, and the occupants of the car appeared to be playing a game of what appeared to be checkers. Vision 4, Fulfillment. There are countless examples of how this vision was fulfilled, including the advancement in computers, microwave ovens, smartphones, the internet, space travel, supersonic flight, medical science, nuclear power, and even driverless cars which already exist today, but are waiting for a system of highways that can accommodate driving them safely. Vision 5. The fifth scene that appeared involved the womanhood of the world. You're going to have to listen to this closely, my friends, because we're speaking prophetically, not in the natural. But it does include the natural as well. In this scene, there appeared the fast moral decay of women, starting back when she received her so-called liberty and entering into the worldly affairs by means of the vote. 
She soon began to wear clothes that were too revealing. She bobbed her hair and adopted the clothing of men. Finally, the vision showed her all but stripped naked, and she merely covered herself with a tiny apron about the size and shape of a fig leaf. With her womanhood so little valued, a terrible decay of all flesh came upon the earth, and with it, perversion even as set forth by the word of God. You have to remember these are prophecies, my friends. Vision 5, fulfillment. Since 1933, the role of the woman in society has changed dramatically, fulfilling this vision in many different ways, including increased numbers of women in the workforce, which has left, which has often left her kids growing up in daycare centers, their kid uh, increased indecency in women's fashions, increased degradation of women's bodies through uh, body piercings, cuttings, and tattoos, shrinking sizes of women's bathing suits to the point that they often that they are often smaller than a fig leaf in the front and virtually nude in the back. Destruction of the fruit of the womb through legalization of abortion in 1973, gender confusion culminating in the legalization of same-sex marriage in 2015, exponential increase in witchcraft through movies and television programs, exponential increase in pornography industry, since the introduction of Playboy magazine in 1953, which now seems relatively tame. Vision 6. Then there arose in the United States a most beautiful clothed woman clothed in splendor, and great power was given to her. Now, my friends, this is a vision. And as I said, this is prophetic. It may not be literal. You will see why later. But it is about a woman, and you will find out who she is shortly. But I got to tell you right now, just from this description, it certainly isn't Hillary Clinton when it says, then there arose in the United States a most beautiful woman clothed in splendor, and great power was given into her. Hillary Clinton is got grandkids and is ready to be on her way to the rocking chair. She was lovely of features, this prophecy says, but there was a hardness about her that defined, defied description. Beautiful as she was, she was yet cruel, wicked, and cunning. She dominated the land with her authority. She had complete power over the people. Vision six, fulfillment. Fulfillment of this vision remains in the future, but it fits perfectly with what I saw in two dreams, Mr. Bailey says. A woman left in charge after President Obama permanently leaves the country. Brian Karn, who is a prophet uh, of today, and Hank Kunman, who is also a prophetic word person, also saw similar visions. Given the fulfillment of the first five parts of Branham's vision, it sounds like an evil woman is destined to rule over our land. Brian Carn saw her identity as Hillary Clinton. If this vision comes to pass, get ready, because soon after she takes power, listen up, my friends, an attack is coming on our nation. 
In one of my dreams, Mr. Bailey says, in 2014, I saw Obama leaving a woman in charge as he departed from the United States. Soon after she came into power, a planned orchestrated attack was launched against the American people. She was not only aware of it, she was the leader of the campaign. Quote, I saw that she was the government's top person in charge of implementing this evil plan. I was not shown her title, says Mr. Bailey. So we don't know if this one was Hillary Clinton. But I know she was in a very high-level position. She gave me the same warning, saying, quote, Let me give you a word of advice. I am going to be leaving, but I'm coming back. Let's see. Today is Wednesday. I'm coming back either Tuesday or Wednesday of next week. You need to get out of here by then because anyone who is still here is going to die. So unless you have, so unless you leave before, now get this, my friends, we come back, you and your family will die. So I was amazed when I heard Brian Carnes' prophetic warning of December 4th, 2015, quote, people will lose trust. Now, this was in December. Look what's happened since December, my friends. People will lose trust in the voting process. They will deny and doubt America's political process to vote and acquire leadership. Even Donald Trump, Even Trump, Donald Trump, will confront his fate and stir many to a position or place of rioting. Nobody knew that in December, only the Lord. This will cause an upheaval to come because of the political game, because the political game was revealed in this upcoming season. For it shall be historic, says the Lord. And Hillary will be found at the end of the day smiling with success as a new war begins. As the saying goes, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. And this will be Trump's greatest blunder. I had a vision maybe last week. And in the vision, says Mr. Karn, I was having a conversation with Hillary. I said to her, are you sure you want to be president? Because the next eight years are going to be worse than the last eight years. She smiled and said, yes. When she said that, I heard military jets flying over my head. I am really prayerful because before Obama came in office, the word of the Lord came unto us and told us that Ahab and Jezebel would rule for two terms. I did not call them that, he says, God did. And the Lord said that after they go, now here's where you need to start getting in on the program, my friends. God said this, and the Lord said that after they go out of office, after that, Athea Lia would come next. Athea Lia was Jezebel's daughter, who was more domineering than even Jezebel. She, see, Jezebel was sneaky, says Mr. Karn, because she ruled behind Ahab, but Athea Lia was domineering and killed even her own children to get into power. These are true stories, my friends. This is not a fairy tale. 
So this next movement, movement, he says, is that, he says, this next movement, movement that is coming to America, which is really demonic, is a feminist movement. Now, I'm not talking secular feminist movement, my friends. You've got to get the picture here in a minute. Very dominating, which is dangerous because the feminist movement in reality is the fuel for the homosexual agenda. The pro-equality. Vision 7. The voice bade him, which was the Holy Spirit, to look once more. As he turned and beheld a great explosion rent the entire land and left the land of America a smoldering, chaotic ruin. As far as the eye could see, there was not, not, meaning nothing, but craters, smoking piles of debris, and no humanity in sight. The vision then faded away. Vision 7, fulfillment. This vision remains in the future, but it is consistent with with prophetic visions received by many others, including T.D. Hale, Dimitri Dudeman, Henry Gruber, David E. Taylor, and others. T.D. Hale described what he saw in a vision after America was destroyed. Quote, I certainly was shocked When I saw what I saw in the dream, I began to see myself going across America and I was floating suspended in the air going across America. He was in the spirit, my friends. That's what you do in a vision. The Lord takes you in your spirit to show you things at different times. I had no fear about what I was seeing. Then all of a sudden, I began to see bombs had landed everywhere. The land was totally destroyed. It looked like things were totally just wiped off. Grass, trees, everything. Everything was gone, burned. There was nothing left. There was nothing on the trees. There was just total disaster. I don't know if it was everywhere, but it was everywhere that I could see from the point that I was at. When I saw this, I saw people standing around their homes and things that were left, holding on to each other. I saw people that lay dead. I heard the cries of the people saying, this should never have happened. This should have never happened. It was like they just kept saying it over and over and over again. This should never have happened. Oh, Lord, this should have never happened. You could tell that life had changed. There was no food. There was no water. I could see babies crying, grown-ups, men of men all crying, holding on to their families. They were begging God for mercy. As I moved along, I saw people running, looking for their loved ones who were missing, and they were completely, completely out of their minds. Insanity had overtaken. I could see people slinging themselves off bridges, committing suicide. It was just so vivid what I could see. David E. Taylor received a similar warning as an attack coming against America. It was like a lot of power had been entrusted to another nation. It was Russia. And immediately after that happened, as soon as they said there would be peace, a war hit America. Before the war hit America, I saw the plan that they had planned to go under the sea to attack America. What Americans don't understand is that they, 
What Americans don't understand, he says, is that they think that this is all about Osama bin Laden. That shows you at the time this vision was coming forth, my friends, and the terrorists. No, they are getting distracted. The real monster behind this attack is Russia. I can say that boldly, he says, I can say that boldly, he says, because I know that they are planning to attack America. Russia is planning an attack against America. What is coming, what is going to happen is when this war hits America, it's going to bring great revival to America. I cannot tell you what the Russian, I cannot tell you, he says, when the Russian invasion of America will happen because the Lord has not given me a date on that. All I can say is America needs to get ready. She needs to get ready. In the middle of this war, the greatest revival is going to break out because whenever darkness hits the glory of light arises. Conclusion, Mr. Bailey says, prophetic warnings are not set in stone. The visions do not have to come to pass because we can postpone them or even avoid their fulfillment altogether if we respond correctly. Humbling ourselves before God in repentance and prayer, that is what I'm hoping to see, but so far have not seen evidence of any significant changes in that direction. God does not give us these warnings to frighten us, but to motivate us to rise up in faith and come against the schemes of the enemy. He sh- if we shriek, if we shrink back in fear, we have completely missed the point. The visions are a call to repentance. Those who know God have nothing to fear. Our future is very bright. By calling on him, we have the power to change the future for the better. In the midst of darkness, God will bring many good things, including what David E. Taylor saw, a great revival in our land. That is a great revival of souls, my friends, not of rebuilding this world because this world is doomed as it is. And on that thoughtful note, I'll be right back after the break to fill you in on more of what lies in wait, not only for America, but the world at large concerning the black days ahead slated for this year called 2016. Thank you. 
my friends, uh, glory and power and strength uh, for the heavenly armor of God, which uh, all people are going to need, but not all people are going to be clothed with because they're not ready. My friends, most people are not paying attention to what is really important, and one of the major reasons is that they do not know God's word, know it well, or know it correctly for themselves, of which our next prophetic piece reflects as to what may be just about to enter into the White House because of it, and is another, or shall we say, a continuing piece authored by Mr. James Bailey of Z3News.com, dated March 11th, 2016, titled, Spirit of Athaliah Now Advancing Unhindered to the White House. My friends, this is why I'm telling you it's not about a physical woman. It's about a spirit that is as old as the ages. It is a demonic spirit that is coming over this land, and it has been allowed. And as we go through this, you will see exactly how that has happened. Uh, Mr. Bailey opens by stating that God is now revealing the very opposite of what millions of Christians are expecting. They have bought into the utopian deception that the lie— the lie that our future will be bright if we just elect the right presidential candidate, which has allowed Satan to gain the upper hand. Instead of turning our nation around, the ruthless spirit of Athaliah is now advancing unhindered to the White House. The sins of God's people, especially acts of immorality, have opened wide the door for the deceiver to have his way. Who is Satan, my friends? He's the one who propels his demonic spirits. His plans are now advancing because Christians are fighting in the flesh, spending hours watching and discussing the presidential election while ignoring our most powerful weapons of faith and righteousness or right living in Jesus Christ, my friends. With all eyes focused on a man to deliver us, America is about to get a rude awakening, something far worse than anything we have ever seen before. A prophetic dream helped me gain a better understanding of a vision received by Brian Carn, says Mr. Bailey, which he shared in a meeting on December 4th, 2015. God showed him the spirit of Jezebel operating, listen up, my friends, through President Obama. It doesn't mean that it's a spirit of a woman. It's a spirit of a demon who was also housed in a woman at one time named Jezebel. Demons are neither male or female. And a far worse spirit. Spirit is coming after her, says the Lord, which is Athaliah, the daughter of Jezebel. I am really prayerful because before Obama came into the office, the word of the Lord came to us and told us that Ahab and Jezebel would rule for two terms. I didn't call them that, he says. God did. And the Lord said that after they got out of office, after that, Athaliah 
would come next, that the Eliah was Jezebel's daughter, who was more domineering than Jezebel. See, Jezebel was sneaky because she ruled behind Ahab, but Athaliah was domineering and killed even her children, her own children, my friends, to get into power. So this next movement, he says, is that is coming to America, which is really demonic, is a feminist movement. Feminist in the spiritual sense and in the secular sense to a certain point, my friends. The feminist part in the spiritual sense, the demonic sense, is what you really need to be watching out for. But it's the thing you really can't see unless you know what you're looking for. He says, very domineering, which is dangerous because the feminist movement is the fuel for homosexual agenda and pro-equality. So we really have to pray. I am leaning, I am learning, he says, and believing that if the righteous or those who live right in Jesus Christ pray, 2 Chronicles 7.14, if my people, says the Lord God, called by my name, will humble themselves and pray, I believe, says Mr. Carnes, that if we pray, we can prevent things from happening. God shows us things. God reveals, he says, to redeem. So he shows us things before they happen so we can pray about it and stop it. That is if it can be stopped at this point, my friends. The Lord has a line that you can cross. And once you do, whether it's an individual or a nation, there is no hope for that nation. It is played out many, many times in the, in the history of the Word of God, and our time is coming. The sands through the hourglass are just about out. He says, Jezebel was an evil ruler in ancient Israel who ruled who relied on a spirit of witchcraft to control King Ahab and persecuted the people of God. The spirit of Jezebel represents Satan's scheme to control and manipulate government leaders to advance his own agenda. Based on what Brian Karn saw, this spirit has been operating through President Obama, just as it did with King Ahab, because they both took their orders from Jezebel. Spiritual entities operate in the unseen realm, he says. So say I, my friends. So this is not an attempt to identify any specific person here on earth. It's a spirit. We're dealing with demonic spirits covering our land. The spirit of Jezebel can speak into our thoughts without the help of any human being, he says. But the spirit also manifests in the form of a woman, which is interesting because President Obama's closest advisor, he says, is an Iranian-born woman, Valerie Jared. Many believe she calls the shots and makes his important decisions for him. As Brian Karn shared, we have had two terms of Ahab and Jezebel. But the Lord said that after they go out of office, after that, Athaliah will come next. So we have had two terms of President Obama being controlled by the spirit of Jezebel, but next comes Athaliah, the daughter of Jezebel. She was far more ruthless than her mother, willing to do anything for power, even killing her own children, found in 2 Kings verses 11-1. 
During the reign of King Ahab the pres- and President Obama's term, Jezebel stayed behind the scenes, but uh, Theoliah steps onto the li- steps into the limelight, ruling outright as queen over the land of Judah for six years. Second Kings eleven three. In the seventh year of her reign, this was a literal reign here on the earth in Israel, my friends, in the land of Israel, uh, in the kingdom of Judah. She was finally overthrown from within and put to death just like her mother. A new prophetic dream confirms this warning, Mr. Bailey says. On March 9, 2016, a lady named Lisa called into a program and shared a dream she received about a month ago. She dream- her dream was about the upcoming 2016 presidential election. Mr. Bailey states that the following provides a transcript of her comments, rearranged a little because she added more details at the end. Quote, I was in a supermarket and all of the media was there and all of the candidates were there, including Hillary Clinton, the final four Republican candidates, Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz, Donald Trump, and John Kasich. Bernie Sanders was not there. They eliminated the candidates one by one until the only person left was a woman. Listen up, my friends. But she was not one of the original candidates. She was not Hillary Clinton. I think she had reddish hair. I did not know who she was or where she came from, but I knew she was a very famous actress. The news media was all around her, taking pictures and interviewing her, but they were not interested in asking her about any of her plans for what she was going to do for our country. No one asked her how she would resolve any of the problems of our nation that our nation is facing. There was nothing said about what she planned to do in her first days as president. People were just taking pictures of her and her family, and the media event came to a close. And the scene changed to another aisle in the same grocery store. The camera crew went over to this woman who worked on hair, and she was a hairstylist for Obama. I watched her speaking to the people as she was being interviewed by the news media. As she was explaining things to them, I saw her working on the hair of President Obama. I saw she would do something specific with the, his hairdo in the front half of his hair, in the area of the crown of his head. He had a specific black device on his head, and it was very unique looking. It looked like a black gas cap because it was round with grooves all around it, like teeth for gripping and it, uh, gripping it and twisting it. But instead of being flat like a gas cap, it was rounded on the top like a mound. Nobody else could see this device, but somehow I was able to see it. Even the people who were standing right there interviewing this hairstylist could not see this device. She was somehow able to position this device on his head to keep it hidden from everyone's view and tucked, it and tucked away. That was the end of the dream. Moving forward, Mr. Bailey gives his interpretation, the supermarket. The dream took place in a supermarket because we look there for meeting our most essential needs. 
I believe this represents how the American people are viewing the presidential election, he says. Instead of trusting God, we are looking for a a political solution to meet our needs. The actress, the woman who replaced all of the other candidates, was an actress, someone who pretends to be someone else. This reveals how our nation is no longer able to discern the difference between what is real and what is phony. We are no longer able to see what is, re- what is really going on beneath the surface, behind the scenes. We, are only, we only see the superficial outward appearances, which m- makes us vulnerable because things are not always as they appear to be, he says. And so say I, because the Lord reminded me of that, and it's one of the things that I mentioned to you from time to time. And I think I mentioned it last week. When, I, when it comes to picking leaders, Mr. Bailey says, it is important to see what lies beneath the outward appearance. When ancient Israel was searching, a, selecting a king, God warned the prophet Samuel, Samuel not to look at the outward appearance. But the Lord said to Samuel, quote, do not look at his appearance or at the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For God sees not as man sees, for man looks on, looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. First Samuel sixteen seven. Eliminating all the other candidates to choose an actress reveals how our entire political process has fallen into the fallen to the level of Hollywood theater. Our federal government leaders have become like celebrities and actors while other while voters have been reduced to fans seeking entertainment. The presidential election is on the same level as celebrity gossip. We have become so focused on things that don't matter we have lost sight of the important things. I believe, Mr. Bailey says, this actress represents the spirit of Ahithiah, as she is now preparing to move into the White House. Since all of the other candidates were eliminated, none of them will be calling the shots. Even if one of them takes office, they will take their orders from her the same way Obama has taken his orders from Jezebel. In regards, my friends, to a demonic spirit, not a person. Orders from Athaliah will not be good because the Bible reveals her to be a ruthless killer. Lisa saw she had red hair, which could be a reference to being covered with blood with hair representing a covering and red representing blood, says Mr. Bailey, who goes on to say this insight came from a, co- a comment posted by Jimba. And I agree because it fits with a dream I had in 2014 in which he says, I saw this woman and the people who worked for her were ruthless killers. He says, I believe there will be much bloodshed during her reign says Mr. Bailey. Uh, Other comments have pointed out her red hair could also refer to her communistic ideology, financial losses for our economy in the red, 
and burning of our land with fire. Dmitry Dudeman saw a civil war in our nation started by communists. The news media. The news media's focus on taking photos without asking any questions about the real issues illustrates again how our nation has lost touch with what really matters, focusing entirely on meaningless outward appearances. They did not even ask one question about the issues facing our country. Like the rest of our nation, they are in a deep spiritual sleep and darkness, he says. The hairdresser. Mr. Bailey says another woman is revealed fixing the hair of President Obama. She represents the spirit of Jezebel, who has had access to the mind of President Obama for the past two terms. Like the actress, she was not what she appeared to be. Not really a hairdresser. Her position was also about access to the mind of our president, which shows she ruled over him, influencing his thoughts and telling him what to do. She has not only controlled and manipulated President Obama in his assignment here, but she is also grooming him for his next assignment. This grooming insight came from a comment posted by Diana who stated that the black cap, the cap device, represents an opening, a portal into the mind of the president. Its location on the top of his mind reveals how the woman operates over him, controlling him. The device has grooves like teeth, allowing the spirit of Jezebel to to grip, to grip it and open it whenever she wants to pour in deception. Whenever she wants to pour deception into his mind, she has complete control over this access point with the ability to position it right where she wants it and hide it from the public view. Satan assigns his rulers of darkness to rule over anyone who allows him to operate. This woman represents a ruler of darkness controlling the thoughts of our president. She is allowed to operate because the people of God today are doing the same as the believers of Thyatira, compromising with sin, opening the door for Satan to come in and rule over us by committing acts of immorality. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girt, about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness or right living in Jesus Christ, my friends, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God. Ephesians chapter 12, chapter 6, verses 12 through 17. Next, Mr. Bailey introduces us to some other confirmations when he states, in addition to confirming the word, 
received by Brian Karn, Lisa's dream also confirms several other prophetic warnings from previous posts. In a dream in 2014, I saw Obama leaving a woman in charge as he departed from the United States. Soon after she came into power, a planned orchestrated attack was launched against the American people. My friends, that that attack doesn't necessarily have to be a terrorist attack. It can be the relinquishing of your freedom of speech and a lot of other things and a terrorist attack on top of all of it. She was not only aware of it, she was the leader of the campaign. I believe this was the spirit of Athea Laya. He says, see my post, U.S. government planning mass murder of Americans. Prophet Hank Kuhnman was also shown Satan's plan for America. It is to put Jezebel in the White House, but it, this is not God's plan, says Mr. Bailey, and it does not have to happen. Therefore, we should use our spiritual weapons of faith and prayer to resist this scheme of the evil one, better known, my friends, as Satan. Prophet Hank Kuhnman states, quote, I looked and I saw Satan literally look over at the creature on his right, and he said, Spirit of Jezebel, go over America and govern it in its White House. Mr. Bailey states that we better be careful and we better be wise because this, the spirit of Jezebel wants the White House and wants America. Often we think, is that a woman? It could be, he says, because Jezebel was a woman, but it is also a spirit, just as I've told you, my friends. Mr. Bailey continues by saying that William Branham saw a similar vision of a beautiful woman rising to power in our nation. Then there arose in the United States a most beautiful woman clothed in splendor, and great power was given to her. She was lovely of feature, but there was a hardness about her that she defied description. Beautiful as she was, she was yet cruel, wicked, and cunning. She dominated the land with her authority. She had complete power over the people. Spirit of Athea Laya grips our land, says Mr. Bailey. America is already seeing evidence of the ruthless spirit of Athea Laya beginning to rule over us. We are seeing more ruthless and conf- more ruthlessness and confusion in this election than anything I have ever seen, he says. Here are four recent examples. First, the presidential candidates have demonstrated far more open hostility towards one another than previous elections. Their debates and interviews have been an embarrassment for the whole world to see their childish behavior demeaning, insulting, and accusing each other. Second, Christians are flocking to Donald Trump, a man who represents immorality because he has spent his life promoting it through gambling, casinos, and strip clubs. The Lord, God, the Lord Jesus warned the church of Thyatira that immortal, immorality opens the door to the spirit of Jezebel and her daughter, Athaliah. She explains, he explains how Jezebel leads his people astray. So, they're, so they commit acts of morality, immorality and eat things sacrificed to idols. 
Jezebel was the institutional point of the worship of Baal, my friends, which is the worship of Satan, period. This spirit relies, the spirit of Jezebel and Lyra is, this spirit relies on our acts of immorality to give her permission to operate and rule over us. In this election season, millions of Christians are embracing immorality, which is like voting for Athia Lyra. Third, Mr. Bailey says that it is on his, says that on his radio show, Glenn Beck jokingly threatened to stab Donald Trump without stopping. He chuckled as he said it, but making this kind of comment openly shows the ruthless tone of this election season. And I guess it would be the same reason why Donald Trump wouldn't go to the uh, Utah debate and they had to cancel it. Hmm, interesting. Fourth, in Idaho, a church pastor was shot five times in his parking church parking lot one day after hosting a political rally supporting Ted Cruz. The shooter came, the shooter claimed, now this is how crazy people have gotten, my friends. This is how absolutely out of their mind they've become. This is, we're in a very bad time. The shooter claimed that the pastor was an amphibian humanoid from Mars. Source, USA Today. Unless America repents, Mr. Bailey says, we can expect to see more of this kind of behavior as the reign of Athira Lyra draws closer. In conclusion, Mr. Bailey further states that Lisa's dream helped clarify the operation of Jezebel during the past two terms and Athira Lyra coming next Whereas Jezebel stayed behind the scenes, Athira Lyra steps into the limelight for all eyes to behold. As much as we all want to know who the next president will be, her dream was not about that. It reveals this election has become a distraction, keeping us from seeing the more important issues, providing a smokescreen while Athira Lyra advances to the White House. The more important issues are our compromises with immorality and our vain attempt to fight in the flesh, both of which have given Athira Lyra an open door unless we repent. It will not matter who occupies the the White House office. Jezebel and Athira Lyra lead their followers to a place they would never want to go. Jesus warned anyone who commits adultery with her will be thrown into great tribulation unless they repent. He promised to kill her children with pestilence, giving to each one according to their deeds. Revelation chapter 2 verses 18 through 23. In other words, my friends, righteousness exalts a nation, or right living in Jesus Christ exalts a nation. But sin is a disgrace to any people, says the word of God in Proverbs 14, 34. Whether or not these warnings come to pass is 
up to us, says Mr. Bailey. They are given so we can take action, abandoning our carnal weapons and picking up our spiritual weapons. Satan cannot prevail unless we allow him. His plan for our destruction can be avoided if we only fight back, but his battle will not be won by our own might or power. We must get right with the Lord God and call on him to fight on our behalf. My friends, something wicked this way comes, and it is a spiritual deception that is settling down over America. That is why the Lord has told us that there are black days ahead because this spiritual deception is going to be beyond belief. It is outlined in the word of God. And my friends, don't get comfortable in the fact of what some of what was just said about being able to turn the hands of the clock back because the Lord God has an appointed time for everything. And by the signs of the times and the things that are taking place all around us, America's time and the world at large is almost at an end. And the time of the Antichrist rising for three and a half years, ruling and reigning with his system. The false prophet ruling with the Antichrist system over the world is about here. And if you don't leave in the rapture with the Lord Jesus Christ, you will be doomed. Especially if you're hearing my words today. So today is the day of salvation. And if you haven't received the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, it is now time to turn your life completely over to him. Because you may not have the next minute or even tomorrow, my friends. He is the one who supplies your every breath. And you mock him. With that said, my friends, if you've never received the Lord Jesus Christ, today I would like to pray the prayer of repentance with and for you. Um, you have to pray it yourself, my friends, to be saved. I can't pray it for you and you'll be saved. You have to actually say the words yourself to the Lord God with a broken and contrite heart and spirit. And on that note, let's just do it because our time is running out. Dear Lord God, we humbly come before your throne this day and we bow down, spiritually speaking. We thank you for the gift of your one and only begotten Son, who is Jesus Christ, the only Savior of all mankind that is, of all mankind, who will call upon his name and live their lives in accordance to your word and your commandments in the here and now. Thank you, Lord God, for your gift. Lord Jesus, I humbly come before your throne and I say, I realize that I am a sinner in need of a Savior. I know that you paid the price for me upon the cross of Calvary by the shedding of your precious and holy blood. And I ask, Lord Jesus, that you would forgive me right now of my sins and that the power and anointing of your Holy Spirit would come upon me, that I may know your word, know it well, and know it correctly for myself in the black days that lie ahead because I will need your heavenly armor to see me through. Lord Jesus, I know that you're faithful and true to do that which you have promised, and I know that you have heard my prayer this day, and I am now your child. Holy Spirit, have your way in this day in my life and for every day forward from this time. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. And with that said, my friends, 
It's a wrap. Join Streams in the Desert Live each Wednesday at 4 p.m. on Star Worldwide Networks, where your host, Pastor Dana, will examine the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Streams in the Desert Live thanks you for listening, for your phone calls, emails, and as always, your generous love offerings in support of this internet radio broadcast. You may also visit or email Streams in the Desert Ministries, home of Streams in the Desert Live, by way of the website or Facebook page, which can be easily found on the StarWorldWideNetworks.com Streams in the Desert landing page. Until next week, Streams in the Desert Live bids you all much love in Jesus, and that the peace of the Lord Jesus be unto you all, now and always. And remember, if you're not serving Jesus now, what makes you think you'll be doing it later in heaven?